0: Three rings for the elven kings under the sky. Seven for the dwarf lords in their halls of stone. Nine for mortal men doomed to die. One for the dark lord on his dark throne. In the land of Mordor where the shadows lie. One ring to rule them all. One ring to find them. One ring to bring them all. And in the darkness bind them. In the land of Mordor, where the shadows lie.
1: It's Geek Speak Podcast. It's Geek Speak Podcast. It's time to cover comic conventions, nerd culture, and awful movies. With Brian Crystal and Rosie. It's Geek Speak Podcast.
2: It's Geek Speak Podcast! Welcome to Geek Speak Podcast, a conversation edition. We are the most swankified podcast around. Throw on your favorite cosplay, preferably Lord of the Rings this time. Sit down and enjoy our conversation. It's me, Crystal.
0: And Ryan. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? We are excited for this episode. I mean... We've been talking about this for a while, doing something bigger, Lord of the Rings, and we finally figured it out with the uh, with the new show coming out, Rings of Power.
2: Oh yes. <laughs> what
0: we're both amped for, by the way. Well, I mean, what better opportunity than to go over each individual Ring of Power in preparation for the show.
2: Yeah, because, I mean, it's called Rings of Power. Why wouldn't we?
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Just
2: makes sense.
0: (laughs) Um, I'm not sure if we have done this on the podcast. I know we've spoken offline about our love for Lord of the Rings and how we got there. But, you know, so if we've covered this before, we're just going to cover it again because it's all on topic. Um, But, Crystal, uh, how did you become a huge fan of the greatest story ever written?
2: Oh, the, the greatest. Nobody's going to beat this sort, ever. ever. <laughs> uh, so, um, it was in high school, and at the same time that the first movie came out in theater, so did Harry Potter, around the same time. Um, and I was not allowed to watch either one, because of the evilness of
0: it. Oh, God.
2: So, to be able to, to do this, I had to do research. First, my cousin showed me the intro and wouldn't let me watch anything else. And I'm For like, this is Lord of the just
0: wrong. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay.
2: Yes. Like, somehow he had gotten the beginning of the movie. <laughs> oh, man. Still don't know how he did that. But that's what he did. Um, and so then I was hooked. Like, you see the first part of the movie and that's it. I mean, you're hooked. Yeah, you're you done, cannot, yeah. You cannot be. And so I'm like, I really want to see this movie. But I had to have a convincing argument as to why I should be allowed to read the books and watch the movie. Yeah. So I started doing so much research about about Tolkien and everything. And finally I'm like, you know, it's not evil. Here's all the explanations. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're good. (laughs) So so I started, I saw the movie. Or, yeah, I, I didn't see the movie. I read the first book. Cool. After I had seen the beginning of wow. the movie.
1: That's um,
2: and, and all three. I I'm like read all three of them before I ever saw the first movie. Okay. Um, and oh my god. It, it was just amazing. I couldn't put it down. And I wasn't technically allowed to have it at school. <laughs> so it was like this like secret. I was like, secret. <laughs> my precious. <laughs> <laughs> my precious. Don't take it from me. Oh man. Too exciting. Uh, so... After that, because I didn't get to see the first one in theaters, but after that, um, me and my dad made it a thing that every time a new one came out, we went to see it together. Okay. So we went and saw Two Towers and um, Return of the King. Cool. In the theaters, which was amazing. And every single time, and even with this new trailer, like, every single time I see anything Lord of the Rings trailer, I get, like, goosebumps. Yeah. It, It just... And... You know, I just love these characters and the friendships are really what what gets me in the story. But I have to say, like, it got me through a lot because high school was not great and I was bullied and there was a whole bunch of crap. Um, But I could go home and watch Lord of the Rings, you know, and just chill.
0: Yeah, like your escape from reality. Yes, I
2: can escape to Middle Earth and stop being in this place that was just horrible. Yeah. Um, when I went to college, I was not allowed to listen to the soundtracks. What? It's a whole nother story. Like they they were very strict about everything, but the soundtracks, because it had singing on it at the end, then that made it to, um, modern and, uh,
0: anyway, <laughs> I have no so words. I
2: had, so I had, um, secret Lord of the Rings things.
0: That's amazing
2: in my dorm room so that I like I still had it and and my roommates had no idea what Lord of the Rings was so they just thought it was like some cool family members in costume (laughs) so so that's how I was like I was able to sneak it in and then finally they were like oh yeah Lord of the Rings that's fine and it's actually where I got a bunch of my books from my Tolkien books because they finally were like oh yeah we'll throw it in the library it's all good
0: that's fine. so
2: I don't know what their what their issue was but yeah it yeah, oh, man. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. I can't. I can't not. And I mean, I had shelves and everything full yeah. cool Lord of the
0: Rings stuff. So. Yeah, man. But The yeah, more Lord of the Rings, the better. That's epic. That's that's crazy that you had to hide it for so long, man.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because you know, there's there's wizards. How dare they? <laughs>
0: God, witchcraft. I
1: love it.
2: Witchcraft. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I might make my ears pointy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's funny. Well, so my origin story with it is is all very different. Um, my dad was huge into sports, and uh, I failed at every sport that I played, pretty much. I wasn't good at basketball. I wasn't good at hockey. I wasn't good at baseball. I was good at soccer. Um, but, and he never pushed it on. Like, you know, he let me. Like, when I told him, like, hey, I don't want to play baseball anymore, he's like, you don't have to play. But I knew he wanted me to, because that's the guy he was. And my brother, my older brother, was really into sports. Um, The older I got, I got more into reading and video games, and specifically fantasy. And Fellowship of the Ring had already been in theaters. I never saw it, never even heard of it at this point. And um, he came home. Because every Friday, we at Family Video, we got the $10 half-off movie package they had. Oh, yeah. Yeah, was yeah awesome. that
2: was a great package. Great package. Amazing. Yeah. I normally <laughs> went with
0: him, but I, I was busy. Uh, I was really into Warcraft 3 at this time, or Warcraft 2, one of the Warcrafts. I mean Warcraft, and, what,
2: what can you say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I, I
0: had like a, a, a clan match that we did, because uh, before WoW, you have guilds and WoW. And then in Warcraft, you had clans. And we had like a big tournament that we were in. And I couldn't miss it or whatever. And he was very respectful for it. He wasn't like, get off the computer, son, and be a man. And he's like, all right, right on, enjoy. <laughs> and uh, But he came home and he was like, hey, I got you this movie I think you might like. I was like, what movie? He goes, well, I don't, Lord of the Rings. I don't, it has like magic and elves in there. I don't know. It seems like something you would like. I was like, all right, whatever, and I threw it to the side, didn't even think of it, and then later that night, I was like, oh, that's right, my dad got me a movie, I better watch it, and I put it in, and holy cow, entered a it. whole new world, <laughs> and at the end of it, or the begin, somewhere in the movie, like the beginning or the end, it says like, based off the novel written by mm-hmm. J.R.R. Tolkien, and uh, I was like, oh, there's books, or a book, I was like, huh, so I was like, the next morning, I asked my dad, I was like, can we go to Barnes and Noble, not, uh, not Barnes and Noble, uh, there was another Borders. Was it
2: Walden Books? Oh no, no. It wasn't there were Walden. so many bookstores. Yeah, it, was, it was Borders
0: here in St. Louis. It was the the big competition for uh, Barnes mm-hmm. and Noble at the time. Barnes and Noble won, um, of course. But I liked I liked uh, Borders because there was computers you could go to and like search the book yourself, and they would mm-hmm. tell you exactly where it was, like a like a school library.
2: Yeah, and you didn't have and, to talk to people.
0: Exactly. And, and they had those here. So anyway, I asked him to take me there because I watched that movie and I wanted the book. And he goes, oh, yeah, absolutely. So we went up there and we, we found out there was three books. And he bought me all three of them. And the rest is history. Yes,
2: now you have all the books that you can
0: get. I mean, I have a bookshelf I'm looking at behind the computer. It's filled from bottom from top to bottom, every different variation of uh, the, the three books, I think my earliest printing is a 1972 printing. Uh, I do, I do have a first edition, first printing of the American edition of the Silmarillion. That's my pride and joy.
2: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, I don't
0: know. That probably predates no, because Christopher Tolkien would have published that. I don't know. I got to look and see when that was published. That might be my earliest printing. But I'm always trying to find uh, earlier, earlier printings of those books just to add to my collection. Uh, Is it
2: like, is it like this one? No. This is the one that, this is Jay's.
0: Yeah, so there's different variations. So that very well could be the English version. Mm -hmm. I got the first edition, first printing of the American edition nice the English edition uh, I priced and it is way way out of my price range (laughs) most
2: most first editions of anything yeah yeah, I know
0: I got lucky with this American one I knew uh, I got it at a small bookstore here in st. Louis like it's not a chain it's just a one-and-done bookstore Uh, oh yeah they know me very well they know I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan they're like hey listen if you want this like we'll cut you a deal um, we still got to make a profit, but we're not going to charge you what we would price it as. I'm like, are you serious? Like, yes, take my money.
2: And you're like, uh, why do you even ask? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's that's it. He, yeah, I think my dad, for so much, he got me into not just Lord of the Rings, but Star Wars, uh, Planet of the Apes. Um, huge fan of that uh, saga. Um, and then sports, which I won't get into on, on this podcast, but everything. He just, like watching professional sports not playing um but anyway like it's crazy like i look back i'm like you know like he was a really good dad like even though i didn't fit the mold that he wanted to he adapted for me and i got very fortunate in that regard
2: <laughs> yeah well my dad is very much like old westerns and that kind of fun, yeah. the fantasy really wasn't but because it was our thing. It's yeah. What we did. Yeah. I know. So, and that made it awesome.
0: Yeah. And, like, I was so into these movies that during the Two Towers, because I didn't. After I watched the movie and read all the books and would not shut up, he's like, all right, I guess I got to be a fan now, too. <laughs> I remember, and my dad's, like, an old school guy. He was a welder. Um, you know, he, he worked with nothing but men at his job, you know, so it was all testosterone. And, uh,. <laughs> you know just whatever and uh he whenever two towers came out he watched it i saw it in theaters obvious obviously but he didn't but i bought the movie mm-hmm. on dvd and we watched it and whenever the Ents were attacking isengard uh like he like cheered for that and then the, so good yeah and then like the next day he came home from work and he was like yeah i was telling the guys at work about that scene and how the whole movie, you're just like wanting these trees to do something, and then they finally do, and it was the most motivating thing I've ever seen. And he goes, I've seen Rudy, I've seen, and he started naming all these sports movies, you know, and he goes, This was way more motivating.
2: That's so good. i like,
0: No, oh, you're awesome, man.
2: Oh, I love that so much. That is amazing. Oh my god. Yeah. So, because, because I got. You know, in very heavy into Lord of the Rings and everything. At that time, I joined um, a forum online. Oh, cool! That was it. Was it was called the Fantasy Forum? I think it still exists. I don't know. Okay. Um, but anyway, I had to come up with a name for my avatar and everything. So I got. I had the. Languages of Tolkien's Middle Earth book. I have that
0: exact same book. Um, yeah.
2: I love this book. It's yeah. one of my favorite books ever.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, so I used it to create a name for myself, which I still use on my Instagram and everything today. Okay. Except that this is what got me the other night because uh, I realized I never looked at the pronunciation of it. Oh. I always thought that the cinderin of it was celebmeral. But um it's not because the C makes the K sound.
0: Oh of course. <laughs> <laughs> so it's
2: Caleb Colebrum- Merald.
0: I like that better actually.
2: But it's cracking me up because I'm sitting there going, Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? For how many
1: years?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so and it hit me because of um Colebrum born,
0: oh, His name
2: when, when they yeah. were going through that and I was looked at it and I went, Wait I'm not
0: yeah, man.
2: So, so yeah. That's funny. (laughs) Gotta love that. (laughs) That's
0: funny, yeah. You love, you learn.
2: Yes. Hey, New Year. You learn your name's wrong.
0: (laughs) New Year, new everything.
2: New everything. Hey, that's what we're doing.
0: That's what we're doing here. New everything. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad you figured that. You know, before, I'm glad you brought that up, because here's the thing. Between the two of us, we know a lot about Tolkien and his works. We don't know everything. We're not going to claim we know everything. We're going to learn a lot during this journey. I already have learned a lot. Um, But when it comes to names, I learned all of these names by reading them. I'm probably going to pronounce most of them wrong. Same. (laughs) That's fine. I mean, that's one thing... I give Tolkien a lot of credit for a lot of things. The biggest credit I give him is that he literally created languages and then he's like, huh, these languages need a story. Okay, here's the thing. I like the stories. I like reading about the stories. Language is not my forte. (laughs) I know one language. I've tried learning more. I can't do it. It's not not me.
2: As an English major, this was all cool because it had all the rules of grammar and you think, did I learn them? No. <laughs> but I thought it was cool that I had it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I had that book. And I've, I've gone through that book and I'm like, I'm it's, reading it. It's I'm a like,
2: wonderful book,
0: but. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I just want to get that out of the way. If you know how to pronounce them, that's great. It's awesome. Please, please educate us. But yeah. I'm, I'm just going to let you know now. I, I'm going to butcher a lot of these names going forward. Um, that being said, let's get into it. Uh so this is gonna be a, a three part we're, we're planning a three part uh mini series here. Um, so we're gonna go over uh, the three Elvish rings today, but before we get into the the three most important rings in my opinion. Um you know never mind, I won't get into that now. Okay, so I've got to add something to this episode, but too late. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um so who created the rings? That's the big question. A lot of most, a lot of people know this, uh, and I think they know this, but I'm just going to assume no one does. That's how we're going to, uh, you know, use these episodes in that manner. Um, mm-hmm. The rings, there's 20 rings of, of magical rings forged in the Second Age, uh, intended by Sauron, uh, which everyone knows who Sauron is. Uh, if you don't, he's the big guy in black armor wielding a mace he's the eye rulers. he's the eye yeah you know he's the eye. in the intro that you saw before anything uh, you know that intro that everyone loves like he's the, the evil guy that gets his fingers cut off uh, but he uses those to seduce the rulers of Middle Earth that's the whole uh, purpose of these he's, he disguised himself as a benevolent entity called Anatar. Uh, Sauron taught the Elven Smiths uh, led by this is the word uh, name I'm going to get wrong uh, Brimbor
2: <laughs> Okay, that's that's the one that is the. It's it's I thought I
0: thought
2: it's that's why. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly. the one that got me. And I was thinking, I I'm was like, I, to I the think, audio book.
0: Yeah, I was like, I think I think this is what you just said. I think it's Celebrimbor, it but yeah, so Oh, it makes okay. me so mad. <laughs> yeah, so Celebrimbor. There we go. How to craft <laughs> the rings? Uh, nineteen of these rings were made. Okay, so Kella Brimbor crafted, and his elf, Smith, Elvin Smiths, crafted nineteen of these rings
2: who were amazing.
0: Amazing. Three three rings for the elves, seven for the dwarves, and nine for the race of men. Uh, An additional ring was created. The One Ring was forged by Sauron himself at Mount Doom. The 19 lesser rings were all linked to the power of the One and were dependent on it. The wearers could be controlled by the wearer of the One Ring, and if the One Ring was destroyed... Their own powers would fade with the power of the ring under the one. It's complicated if you—if this is all like foreign language <laughs> to you. But basically, the 19 rings that were created by the elves, they, they were powerful rings. They all had abilities. That's what we're going to get into one by one. Mm-hmm. But they were all controlled by Sauron's ring, the master ring. And that's the deceiving part. So, so
2: sneaky. So oh, sneaky. Oh, was he sneaky.
0: Very sneaky. And it, if you don't know, Sauron worked for uh, Morgoth Melkor uh, in the first age. He was his like top general uh, before the elves defeated him. Um, the elves? Yeah, the elves and the uh, Maiar, right, if I remember correctly? Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, he was able to escape. But so what had to be done... Was Sauron had to disguise himself as Anatar for this to happen, which was a giver of gifts. Was his whole purpose? Was Anatar? Do you want to? Well, I just added Anatar in last minute, so I'll speak on him. Then I'll, I'll let you move forward. I don't want to talk too much. Anatar <laughs> <laughs> An- is a character that cre- was uh, that appeared during the Second Age, fifteen hundred Second Age roughly. Uh, his, his origins began even earlier, about five hundred years uh, though. Uh, when Sauron reappears as an admirer of his master and begins to mimic him. Little by little, he began to prepare himself. He becomes the reincarnation of evil and being uh, a full po- being a being full power, eventually becoming the good and lord of men. Uh, this is because he spent a lot of his time in the East, which corrupted the men in his service. Sauron regarded men, especially the the lesser men left behind in Middle Earth, as opposed to the ones in Numenor. His Numenor were the greatest species of men ever created. Mm-hmm. But they're gone at this point. Uh, so, anyway, so the, the, the remaining men on Earth, human. When, we, when when Tolkien and I refer to men, it's the race of men, not just men. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, But he, he, he sees men as the easiest race to create. So he regarded the elves as the greatest rivals in Middle-earth. Therefore, he decided that it was vital to defeat and conquer Middle-earth to to defeat the elves first, which is why he uh, deceives them, because he needs their masterwork. Uh, And that's when Sauron puts his plan into place to seduce the elves and put put them at his service, um, which I'm not going to go into the long story there. We're going to slowly get into that. But Sauron literally had to deceive them and pretend to be Anatar.
2: Well, I mean, and he did it brilliantly. He
0: did. Uh, and... I mean
2: the the fact that he literally worked with Calambrimborn, however you say it,
0: Calambrimborn, <laughs> Kel- um,
2: Calambrimborn, Calambrimborn. We like you, dude. Got a good name. Um, and like they never even realized what was going on. Yeah. Wait. It just cracks me up. (laughs) But I really, I really like that, that we're talking about this, because this is not something that is really clear at all in the films. No. people have only seen the films. They would never understand that once the one ring was destroyed, then no longer would Galadriel's ring work.
0: Right. And that's, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah because they're all so linked and so i've had many conversations with people where i explain that to them like well what happens to the rings Uh, all the all the once the one ring is destroyed they all fade away and the power and which we'll get to later but um the three elf rings actually go to the undying lands with galadriel and everybody um because they were hidden for so long that Sauron himself didn't know where they were. In fact, I don't think this is in the movies, but in the books, after, because uh, Gladreal shows it to Frodo in the books. Mm-hmm. And in the books, Frodo actually mentions that to Aragorn, or Aragorn, sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. in, in America, everyone says Aragorn, even though it's Aragorn. Um, yeah, it's, it's a mix Yeah, up. <laughs> whatever. But um, he, he mentions it after they leave, um uh her woods that he mentions like hey aragorn like she has uh one of the rings and and aragorn's like don't ever say that outside of here again because there's spies everywhere and sauron had no Mm -hmm. idea and same with um it's mentioned all over the books that like even those rings were so powerful and hidden and they had special abilities they could not protect them from the onslaught of sauron uh um yeah Uh, In Isengard, they even mentioned, like, hey, we cannot protect you here. You have to leave. His eyes are fixed on Rivendell, like... (laughs)
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And and that's such an important thing that is missed in the movies, is knowing that that's part of what's going on. Right. And, you know, uh, when it talks about, you know, the rings being connected and the fact that when the ring kind of disappeared or whatever and nothing happened, clearly... Once anyone put on the ring, they they would know. Yeah, they would know if they had a ring of power too. But I, I love the fact that the three elven rings were never touched by so I know
0: it's great. It's wonderful. I do
2: love that. Yeah. Um. So he could see everything they were doing, but he couldn't control them the way he controlled the other ones, which is right. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, Caleborn. I guess he finally like was like, hmm. So I'm just saying, right here. Uh, <laughs> let me let me put these to the side. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Um, and then, one last thing I wanted to touch on is the race of Sauron. Um, that's a question I get yes. asked a lot by people. Um, like, is he an elf? Uh, you know, they know he's not human, <laughs> but, you know, they always try to, because elves are, especially in the Second Age, um, are so mighty. Uh, mm-hmm. He's actually a Maiar. Which is a lower level of uh, supernatural, angelic-like creature. See the Valar, and the Maiar. Valars mm-hmm. are the ones that created like everything we see, and they kind of like shaped the world as we know. The, the the music of the Valar is what created Arda in, uh, to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maiar are just because they're lesser doesn't mean they're weaker um, by power. They're just there's a very strict um, stature that you follow and. Um, they're definitely respected less in that regards. I believe... Uh, Tom Bombadil, a fan favorite. I'm 99.9% sure he's a Maillard that just planted himself well, in that spot yeah. and never moved because that's a art trait mm-hmm. is not giving a, two craps about what's happening 10 feet away from your house. Yeah. Uh, and that's exactly what he does. And and, and and
2: Well, the Balrog, too. Yeah, the Balrogs are
0: art. That's exactly what yeah, they are. Yeah,
2: so it's... So, I mean, they all look different, but they're all part
0: of the same. They're, yeah, they're just embodied in different uh, mm-hmm. mortal-looking flesh, even though they're all immortal. Yep. Uh, ex- so cool. Yeah, a- amazing. Um, but, yeah, so the Lesser Rings. Did you want to touch on this a little bit real quick? Like, exact? Because there were other rings made that had abilities, which can confuse people, um, but they're nothing compared to what the Rings of Power are. They are... Yeah,
2: I mean... Even like even the nine to the men and seven to the dwarves weren't anything compared to the the three elven rings. Just because I mean, Sauron didn't touch them, so they were more pure. I think. I would think anyway.
0: Yeah, uh, kind of. It's what happened was when the other ring, the elves found out who uh, Anatar really was. And so they hid the rings from him before he could touch mm-hmm. them. And the humans were so weak that it corrupted. Because the humans are humans. the ringwraiths. They're they're, yep. they're, go- they're 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 fle- they're not even fle- they're spirits at this point. Their flesh and their bones are w- yeah. they're gone. Uh, they're only alive from the corruption of the ring and the power of Sauron. That's the only reason why they're even still around. Uh, but there's nothing in there. You know, it's not like you can stab them and blood comes out.
2: No, they're just shadowy.
0: Process. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, in the Silmarillion, the elves did make many other magic rings. Uh, they were mere practice. You know, uh, the ultimate fates of all these rings are unknown. Uh, but it's not really d- determined, yes or no, the assumption within the community is no, that their powers are not con- abound and connected to the One Ring. Um, if they were, then their powers would have failed whenever the ring was destroyed. But yeah. there's, like, the Oracle's ring, the Wizard's ring, magic rings. Uh, and a lot of these rings, yeah, they offer, like, uh, stealth and but a lot of it's like, attribute uh, boost, so, like, courage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Gandalf's ring that he's gifted, uh, is one for morale boost. Uh, and it's to encourage everyone around him. Like, we can do it! Let's go! And this that's another thing I love about <laughs> Tolkien's work. You know, he doesn't... Not bashing Harry Potter because I like I enjoy Harry Potter. But like it's mm-hmm. a lot of stories like that focus so much on the magic. And Tolkien yep. didn't want to do that. He wanted to rely on one great, great storytelling. I don't just bullshit when I say the greatest story ever told. No. <laughs> it is the greatest story ever fucking told. And he uses, you know, magic in a way to boost What's going on around them? So it's still up to the characters to actually achieve it, rather than just waving a wand and be like, "Oh, I have a Cadabra, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Which is amazing to me.
2: So true. <laughs> I, I mean, just every you know everything he used was just so personal, and like, I don't know. I had a thought and it left. What like, <laughs> no, thought?
0: The Three Rings for the Elven Kings Under the Sky. So good. Yeah. Oh, man. I've talked a lot. Do you want to touch up on this a little bit? I don't want to hog all the microphone time.
2: Oh, no, you're fine. I'm just <laughs> going to respond. Um, I just like, re-listened to this on audiobook the other day, so I'm like getting
0: nice everything
2: back in my brain. Um, however, I will say that I, ha- I don't have these rings or replicas of them from the movie. However... I do have a ruby ring, a sapphire ring, oh, and a whatever the other one. It looks like a diamond ring as well. So there'll be pictures coming for that later. I love it. <laughs> uh, but I love the fact that they're, um, that one is fire, one is water, and one is air. Yes,
0: elements. Yes. And,
2: and the elements go with the colors. So fire is the ruby ring, water is the... I'd have done that. I wrote it down, but it's, it's like it's like a diamond. Um, and then the air is the sapphire. It's what it says. I looked it up. I'm like, nah, I can't pronounce this. <laughs> um, but, and they have special names, which I wrote down what I thought they said, but I didn't actually write down the actual spelling. So you might want to say those because I'm probably going to literally book For them. the
0: three rings? The, yeah. The Naria is the ring of fire. Uh Ninia is uh the water as you called it. <laughs> the Ring of Adamant is what I have it. over. Adamant,
2: that's it.
0: Yeah. That's it. Uh then Vilia is the Ring of Air. I have
2: Vilia. So yeah. <laughs> you did much better than me. <laughs> oh,
0: you good. Uh
2: is so much
0: cooler. <laughs> I think we'll so Naria, the Ring of Fire was first worn by Gilgalad and we will 100% see him in the uh Ring of Power. Oh, ring of power, so yeah.
2: exciting.
0: Yeah, um, but he, that's, the, that's the ring that Gandalf has in the movies. Um, you'll see him mm-hmm. wearing it. Um, Ninya, uh, the ring of adamant, or the the water. <laughs> I like that, the water. water? Um, the water? Th- that's the uh, <laughs> that's the uh, uh, Elrond ring. Right? Yep. Wait, mm-hmm. no, hang on, I'm sorry. No, Ninja's Galadriel. No,
2: no, wa- yeah, Ninja's Galadriel. Yeah, and then uh, uh, Vilya Vill- is, is
0: uh, Elrond. Is yeah. yeah, the Ring of Air is uh, Elrond. So those were the. So
2: I'm like, no,
0: hers is hers looks like diamonds. Yeah, yeah, hers looks. <laughs> yeah, no, I was trying to visualize it.
2: <laughs> right. It's hard to do that
0: sometimes when you talk. <laughs> uh, yes. But each of these three rings have uh, have special properties, but their powers were limited during the Council of Elrond. Uh, I touched on some of this before. I have notes. I'm just kind of going over for each thing here. So bear with me. Um, oh, okay, are good. During the Council of Elrond, uh, Elrond himself stated that neither Rivendell nor Lorien nor the Grey Havens, the location of all three elven rings, had the power to withstand the might of Mordor. So the, the, the rings were designed to protect themselves from evil, but there, there's a loophole in that. Because evil, you're like, oh, well, that means Sauron can't get there. No, that just means evil can't corrupt it. That doesn't mean orcs can't get there. In fact, Mm -hmm. while they're in uh, Lorien, uh, they mention that they have been shooting orcs trying to get through them. So, you know, orcs can get there. It just protects evil from uh, overthrowing it uh, from within. Um, So you've got Naria, the Ring of Fire, the Red Ring. Um, According to the Unfinished Tales, wonderful book. um, If if no one has read that or if you haven't read it like highly 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 recommend it I would probably read that before the Silmarillion to be honest it's an easier read that's why uh, but read all of them uh, at the start of yeah. the War of the Elves in Sauron Kellum Brimbor I want to start saying that right uh, gave, <laughs> me too <laughs> uh, gave Gave Nara, I, I wonder if this name is, is with a K instead of a C but he gave uh, he gave Naria to Sirdan is it Sirdan or Kurdan I wonder <laughs> the Lord of Havens it, of Mithland.
2: Any C R is was with a K.
0: Okay, so Curdan, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the Lord of the Havens of Mithland. Uh, who kept it after Gilgalad's death in the Third Age. Um, and then Curdan, recognizing Gandalf's true nature as one of the Maiar Remember that word from earlier, everybody? Uh, from Valinor gave him the ring to aid him in his labors. It was described as having the power to inspire others to resist tyranny, domination, and despair. In other words, evoking hope from others uh, around the wheeler. Like, that's a cool ring to have. Uh, it also gives a resistance to weariness of time. Um, yeah, I mean, Gandalf. Can you think of a better person to have that ring, honestly? No. Like it, It no. is perfect. I
2: couldn't imagine someone else having it. That would, it would be terrible.
0: I, I saw those <laughs> movies. Yeah, I saw those. Yeah, imagine like, uh, uh, I don't know, like I like guess Sauron wielding that with the Ring of Power.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm thinking about Wormtongue just randomly. Oh out. my god. <laughs> oh, he's so bad.
0: <laughs> oh, I hate Wormtongue. Oh man. You know right? he, he wasn't. Yeah, I don't know. He's whatever. Let me get it whole nother topic. Um, you know, I saw the movies like you and everyone else a million times before I, I I read the books, but I never got super into the lore. And when I got into the lore and I truly understood what that ring was that Gandalf had, like, that just changed. I already loved Gandalf, but, like, that changed everything to me. Like, of course he has this ring. Like, why wouldn't he? He He's the guy that, you know, had the, the dwarves take back their mountain. He had the fellowship, he formed the fellowship. Like, of course you would have this ring. It makes perfect sense.
2: Mm-hmm. And why not?
0: Then why not?
2: And why not? Which, once again, if you only watch the movies, you never know any of this happiness.
0: No. Uh, you
2: need to know all the happiness.
0: <laughs> yeah, the movies are great, but man, that's a whole new world in the movies. Um, there was a quote that I wrote down that I wanted to read uh, from the book's... Um, that kind of explains the ring to me it explains like how the ring works Uh, It's uh, Kurdan to Gandalf Um, uh, that's who's talking in the scene and he goes take now this ring he said for thy labors and thy cares will be heavy but in all it will support thee and defend thee from weariness from this is the ring of fire and herewith maybe thou shalt rekindle hearts to the Valar of old in a world that grows chill I just love that line. I just, so I know. I, I just read it. I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. <laughs>
2: Seriously.
0: Um, so. and, 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 you know, so... the Even though Gandalf, we, we as viewers, knew that he had that ring, because you see him, like, he opens... He wears the ring openly, which is really cool. Oh, yeah. And he's not hiding it, which is, to me, surprising in a way. Um, but... That just—that's too off It is. I mean, he's just flaunting it.
2: <laughs> like, hey, see what I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: and then we have uh, so the next ring. Did you have anything to add on that before I could move on to the next ring?
2: Um. Well, I was when I was re-listening to it and looking back on it. I just yeah, up to yesterday. Um. I just thought it was interesting and, and always wondered that if. Frodo had used the ring, could
0: he have controlled them? Well, you don't... What, what, what ring? What ring are you talking about?
2: Like, if Frodo used the one ring...
0: No, no, no. No, that was designed just for Sauron.
2: <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I mean, I'm, you know, that's, that was my thought. I'm like, if somebody else got it, could they be like, hey, you do what I say?
0: Yeah, no, that's... Yeah. <laughs> remember Boromir tried that, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, can't be doing that. Fair too. Uh, that'd be funny, though, yeah. Forget Frodo. Just... Sorry, I
2: know, that was that was random and, and off to the side.
0: No, no, you're good, that's funny. <laughs> uh, so the next ring I want to talk about is Ninia, the Ring of Water. Uh, the White Ring, the Ring of Adamant, uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the name was uh, derived, I'm going to butcher this, uh, from the uh, Quenya meaning water, whatever that is. I just saw that. Thought it was okay, interesting. yeah. I have no idea what yeah, because it's
2: from it's from the uh from the Quinian language. Okay,
0: okay, okay. So I guess yeah, okay, that makes sense. Um yeah, so Ninya was described this is really cool. I don't know if you know this. I I learned this. I didn't know it was made of this. Um but in my research for this podcast I learned this. Ninya was described Sweet. as being made of mithril. Which I thought was really cool. Yeah.
2: That is really cool. Yeah?
0: So it's set with a white stone, presumably a diamond. This is never stated anywhere. Although the usage of the word adamant as an old cinnamon is strongly suggested, the the ring was wielded by Galadriel of La and possesses radiance that matches that of the stars. Yeah, um, definitely
2: Galadriel. Yeah,
0: and then uh, when the Fellowship is in La Florian, uh, Frodo Baggins can see it by virtue of being a ring bearer. So, the ring basically hides itself in plain sight, but since he has a ring, he can see it. And uh, Samwise Gamsey tells Galadriel he only saw a star through her fingers. Which kind of like adds to- like just, I love Galadriel, she's my second favorite character Beautiful. of all time in, in Lord of the Ring, in, in Middle-earth, or yeah, in, mm-hmm. in Tolkien's works. It's Luthien is one, and then Galadriel is two. Um, everything about it. the more you just learn about Galadriel the, they just need to do a Galadriel show <laughs> that would be
2: amazing yeah. that would be amazing because like there's a whole family there yeah, yeah. you
0: don't know about yeah <laughs> I know so Ninja's power was preservation protection and possibly concealment from evil uh, which explains Lothal or which explains Lorien um, you know in the book they say there's a secret power here that holds evil from the land no one can explain what that power is if you don't understand the ring. Um, but like I mentioned earlier, you know orcs are still allowed to find it and enter. Um, you know that's not it's not like a protective shield from everything. Um, yeah. But yeah, it does offer concealment, preservation, and protection. Um, what did, so whenever you, let me ask you this: so when you first saw the movies, uh, not the, necessarily the first time, but when you when you understood more of the story, what was your Thought on Gladriel and her area of woods and in, in, uh, that she had in Lorien.
2: It always felt to me that it was very much like a bubble. Yeah. Like once you pass through a certain barrier, then that's when you were there. Yeah. Almost like it was on another plane. That's yeah, the way we I really, kind of yeah, always, absolutely. always imagined it, and I always figured, you know, it has something to do with her powers. Like she was able to kind of conceal yeah. it. Because let's face it, they would have never gotten there had not they been walking really loudly in the forest.
0: Yeah, <laughs> not from Gimli.
2: <laughs> no, he was. He he would see him if they were coming. Oh, <laughs> uh,
0: it's important to understand too with this ring that even though orcs were coming in, um, it could be because it was protected by Ninja. uh, Lothlorien would uh, would not have fallen from the orcs. Or any of his servants, unless Sauron had personally uh, come to attack it. And so uh, that's that's speaks to the nature of the power of not just the Rainbow Glideriel. Glideriel yeah. is powerful. If you don't understand the power that this girl has,
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: she is top five most powerful beings in Middle Earth. I think like it's crazy. Yeah.
2: She knocked down. Sure.
0: She knocked down towers. Um, in the second age and first, I mean, it's crazy. Like, this girl is just, it's, she's awesome. She's so cool.
2: Yeah, they. I mean, they for real We should. Like mean, they tried to do her justice. Um, with the the whole part with the uh, in place of a dark lord, yeah, you would yeah. have a queen. Yeah. Like like that right there was like, whoa! We're seeing yeah. like the power that she has just like coming forth. Crazy. Uh, which was just amazing and just beautiful. Yeah, the way they did that. Um, and I, I always wondered what would have happened if she had the One Ring. Oh my god! Like, what, what, you know, it, it would have eventually corrupted her because let's face it, it corrupts everyone. But what would she have done with it? You know, that's a lot of yeah. power.
0: I know. it's <laughs> it is <laughs> <laughs>
2: and she already had all that power oh, i know so God, I, I mean, she could just do whatever I she wanted i don't
0: have it yet <laughs> but uh i'm probably gonna pronounce this company's name wrong it's weta weta w-e-t-a okay oh yeah weta, it is weta. okay it is weta mm-hmm, um yeah. i buy their statues every now and then and they're very expensive i i go oh, yeah. i go in debt for these statues okay <laughs> i'm paying off credit cards for these statues so i don't advise doing what i do but, but, I have this, but
2: it's I, worth it. It's totally worth
0: it. They <laughs> help, totally worth it. For those it. of you who don't know, they they helped work on the movies for uh, some of the effects. Um, they've worked on the Hobbit movies, Lord of the Rings, some of the DC movies. That they're beautiful New Zealand uh, so beautiful. company that does like uh, prosthetics and uh, uh, set or whatever. They do they do all the crazy beautiful looking crap. But I don't understand clearly because I can't explain it well. But I have this awesome <laughs> Gandalf. Statue. It's uh, I don't know. It's like it's like I don't know. One six scale, I think, is what it said on the box. I don't have it yet, but I have a Galadriel coming. Not a fan. Ooh. Not a fan of the Hobbit movies, but I'm a fan of this scene where she's wearing that like uh, silver dress and she's spinning. Yeah, yeah it's that scene. Yeah. Yes, beautiful, beautiful I did.
2: I liked her in the hobby. No, she's awesome in the I, hobby. I, yeah. I, I liked, I, yeah. I loved that they showed more of her in the yeah, hobby.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That. And then I got that, then I have a Sauron coming. That's one-fourth scale.
2: <gasps> is it is it metal armor Sauron? Oh yeah,
0: oh yeah. I cannot wait. So these should be here at some point, I don't know when. Uh, sometime this year. I will post about them when I get here. Um, oh, yeah, they're, so cool. they're awesome. But back to Ninja, um <laughs> so hang on, I lost track of my notes. So Galadriel, uh, yeah, okay, so Galadriel used these powers of the of her ring to cre- to create and sustain Lothlorien, uh, but it has also increased her longing for the sea, as her desire to return to the Undying Lands. Because remember, the elves were banished. From it
2: yeah
0: which there's a lot we can do if you guys enjoyed this lord of the rings there's a lot we can get into by the way um just let us there's know there's
2: so much i i was just like re-looking over stuff and i'm sitting there going oh my goodness yeah I totally talk about this yeah. i was getting real i my my tolkienness um is just gone whoosh,
0: whoosh. again so yeah absolutely whoosh. gotta watch the movies <laughs> again tonight yeah uh, I've been doing it all day actually Oh, okay, nice. yeah, yeah, I literally just got home and hopped on here <laughs> uh, So after the destruction of the One Ring And the defeat of Sauron The power faded along with The Ring of Power The power that faded meaning the power that sustained And protected uh, Lothlorien uh, So Gal- Galadriel bore Ninja On a ship for from the Grey Havens Into the west accompanied by The other two elven rings And their bearers with the ring gone, the magic and the beauty of Lorien also faded, along with the extraordinary Malorn trees that had lived for centuries. And it oh. was gradually depopulated by the time Arwen came to die. Uh, and Lothlorien was deserted and in ruin.
2: That would have been so sad. I know. To see. I know. So beautiful of a place, and it just falling. So which
0: ring did you did you say was, did you think was the most powerful ring? Did you have a... Which
2: one? Of the three? Of the
0: three, of the three Elvis rings. Did you have an idea for oh,
2: that? I, I would have, I always would have thought it was Galadriel's. Okay, so. Uh, just because, you know, she's so powerful anyway and, and everything. Like, like I feel like she would have it. Yeah. I always, I always thought of her as, um, kind of, like, over Gandalf and Elrond, like, that she was a higher tier.
0: Okay, no. I, I get it. I, I agree with that. I think she is, too. Well, maybe not Gandalf, just because Gandalf is, uh, MyR. Um,
2: yeah, but I mean, that's, that was kind of. But my, I, get, I
0: get it, because she's awesome. My I love thinking, you know, Like, me yeah. personally, I would say that. And I would argue that point, <laughs> even though, yeah. If don't, I'm like, but he is like <laughs> an angel, so I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I asked that because this is so. The the third ring, the Vilia ring, the ring of air, the blue mm-hmm. ring, the dominant ring, the ring of sapphire, was actually I love it. yeah, it was actually the greatest <laughs> of the three elvish rings. When Sauron laid waste, uh, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Arigion, Uh along with Narya, was sent to the elven king Gilgalad far away in Lindon, as Gilgalad was the high king of. Noldor, at the time, of the Ring's distribution, it was thought that he was the best fit to care for the most powerful of the three Elven Rings. After his death in the War of the Last Alliance, the Ring passed to Elrond, who bore it throughout the Third Age. Like the other two rings of the Elves, Vilya was jeweled. It contained a great blue stone set in a gold band, which contributed to its titles as the Ring of Sapphire and the Blue Ring. Vilia was also called the Ring of Air, signifying its preeminence even over the other rings of the elves. Since Vilia was the mightiest of these three bands, as mentioned in *The Return of the King* in the ending chapter of *The Return of the King*, uh, the exact power of Vilia is not mentioned. It is reasonable to speculate that it is that it also possesses the power to heal and to preserve. And it is mentioned in *The Silmarillion* that Celebrimbor had forged the. Uh, sorry, my notes are getting very confusing. Celebrimbor had forged the the three for these purposes, <laughs> or forged, fuck, oh, freaking hell, had forged the three for these purposes rather than to enhance the strengths of each individual bearers of the seven, nine, and the lesser rings. Uh, did there? It, there is some speculation that the ring controlled minor elements, considering the event where Elrond had. The ring could, uh, had summoned a torrent of water as the Nazgul attempted to invade Rivendell. The ring the Ring could have possessed the power to see into the future as Elrond had the gift of foresight. However, these powers may simply have been natural gifts of his. Upon the ring's, uh, the ring's destruction, the power of Vilia faded, and it was taken over the sea by Elrond at the end of the Third Age.
2: That would ex- explain why they really need, wanted to get Frodo to Elrond.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: For healing if it yeah. you know if it does the healing. I, you would Be, never know. Yeah, because that Elrond had that yeah. ring that was that powerful yeah. because he doesn't act like a you know, better than better than you kind of no, person. Yeah, yeah. He's very almost humble for an elf which is you know, elves are usually not that way. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> they're like, "Hey, I'm an elf. Hey, what you doing?" Um, but and he had a little bit of that, but you would never know that he had the most powerful ring.
0: Yeah,
2: that blows my mind. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, I know, I love him, man. So cool, Elrond uh, is. Yeah, he's he's the OG. What can I say?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm sitting here going. Well, I've been thinking the wrong thing,
0: dummy. <laughs> ah, no, 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 no. That's the cool thing about these rings. They're all so powerful anyway, and all three bearers of the rings are so mighty and powerful that no matter, there's no wrong answer. Just because the text yes. says Vilya is the most powerful ring, I'm with you. I still think Galadriel. <laughs> yeah, well, I
2: could only imagine Galadriel with Vilya. Oh, my then. God, Holy I know. crap. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Talk about... Wow. Be wicked, man. <laughs> Sheesh. It's... I mean, it... You know, it makes sense why... Um... K- Kalebrimborn was, Kalebrimborn. So <laughs> <and Kalebrimborn laughs> was so adamant and... was so adamant about hiding... <laughs> hiding the... Hiding those three and making sure that Sauron didn't yeah. hit them. Like, they hit them all, but those three were the ones that were hid the best. Yeah. Right? Because, let's face it, Sauron found the other ones. Yeah. So
0: pretty awesome. Pretty awesome indeed. Pretty
2: awesome. I love it.
0: <laughs> um. Oh, so good. Yeah, I mean that's all I have on these three rings. We're not going to cover any of the dwarf rings or the uh, human rings on this episode. Next episode will be the seven dwarf rings. And that's going to
2: be fun be really talking fun. about those dwarves
0: yeah and then uh, the idea is from there to do a third episode with the the nine human rings and the, the we're there's a little more interesting history I believe with those I think you'll enjoy there is but I think you guys will enjoy it more um and then regardless on time at the end of that third episode we're gonna do the master ring on that one as well
2: well yeah 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 we have to do the One Ring to rule them all. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, this is going to be awesome.
0: And then, yeah, that, you know, so we're gonna we're gonna keep the same format though. It's gonna be we're gonna do a bad movie. We're gonna do Lord of the Rings. We're gonna do a bad movie, Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings. So this will be the next three non bad movie review episodes. Yes. <laughs> all
2: the Lord of the Rings, all the time. I love it. For us, anyway.
0: I, we, could, so, we could talk about this all day, man.
2: Oh, we could. <laughs> so, speaking of talking about it all day, okay. and how I've been looking at stuff literally all day, find? and watching Lord of the Rings all day. Well, I've just been trying to, you know, um, look at some of the stuff, and I'm still working on it, um, of the posters for the new show.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were yeah. You were sending me stuff about this.
2: And, and like... So many cosplayers are are making their own. I actually made my own today. I haven't edited it yet, so I've got to still work on that. Cool. Um, however, um, I really think that I want to sit down and try to figure out who's in each of the posters.
0: Yeah, so I figured out a like few of them. Based on
2: the storyline. Like, some, I mean, Sauron's quite obvious. <laughs> but the hard ones
0: are going to did... be the Hobbits. Um, that's what I'm confused mm-hmm. about, like. Really, there should be Hobbit? Okay, um, but that's fine. And there's
2: twenty. Was it twenty-three posters?
0: There should. So, yeah, I think. Tw- I think it
2: was. I think it was twenty-three. Yeah,
0: I think. So okay, so that, that's a good. Okay, so we'll put a plan together for next episode where we will have a theory for all each individual poster.
2: I'm hoping one of them is born.
0: Oh, for sure. No, there absolutely has to be. I
2: really, I need to see this this guy with the name. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, there has to be, because, uh, he's the catalyst for the yeah. creation of all these rings, and the, the show is literally, you're, 100% you're gonna see Kellen Birdmore, 100%. Good, um,
2: and they, I wonder if they'll call him his right name.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, they spent more money on this show than any other show in history. So you know they hired the people that know all the lore, how to pronounce everything. They brought mm-hmm. in the experts. Yeah. So I have I have great expectations and you know I, I I I can be a book snob at times. I get it. Um but I always like to end my my arguments or my debates, whatever you want to call it, my factual rants you don't have to agree with me. If you think Balrogs have wings, you're wrong. 100%. But like, but you can, think, you can it. think it. That's fine. Um, I really don't. It does not affect the story at all. It does not affect the way I view anything at all. So, well, a lot of these people I've been seeing online that are huge into the books as well, they cannot get over the fact that like they're depicting these uh, posters and uh, they're mad that certain characters are they believe are being portrayed... Like, well, that's not fucking accurate, But I'm like, who, it, what are you talking okay. You haven't even seen the they show haven't yet.
2: Even see, we, we don't even know who they are. Yeah, like you
0: could be what? one, you could be wrong. Two, you could be right <laughs> that that's them, and there could be a time jump, you know, like you, we don't know about. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like well, one, dude, even then. one dude was complaining because he saw the sword with a horse and he thought it was Rohan. And he's like, I can't, that's not what Rohan would look like. I'm like, first of all, dude. I'm like, before you start you don't know if
2: that is Rohan. I'm like,
0: this that's is a second age. Shit. Rohan wasn't founded yeah. until the third age, like 15, 1350, third age or something. Uh, mm. I go, it's not Rohan. I guarantee you that. I go, and he had this big paragraph bashing the show.
2: Oh my god! And it yeah. hasn't even come hasn't out even come yet. Out.
0: It's a poster you're getting mad at, dude.
2: <laughs> Some people cannot separate. Yeah. The movie or or show from the book Yeah. And that's something I've always been able to do. Is like they're their own entities.
0: It's two interpretations then, of the story.
2: Exactly, and just why wouldn't you be excited? I know somebody was saying earlier, because I was uh, talking to somebody last night about it, um, and they said, "Well, I'm not going to watch it because there's no way they're going. It's going to be able to, you know, reach whatever." And and I went, "I it could be the crappiest show ever." I will watch yeah. it because it's Lord of the Rings yeah. and it's Tolkien. Like, I watched the really old cartoon movies, I love that movie. Okay? I love those movies. It's like, so yeah. good, um, but so terrible, so terrible, but also yeah. so good. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I don't care how bad it is. Yeah. If it's Lord of the Rings, I'm going to love it. Yeah. I, that's who I am. I'm not a stickler for. Anything like no, that?
0: Same. I'm all sure. for it, man. Uh, I
2: am. I am so excited. Like, I've watched the trailer too many times.
0: Oh, I know. It's the, <laughs> the 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 teaser, to the the lava. Like it's oh, so amazing. It's so
2: beautiful. And the fact oh, that like
0: it's goodness. no CGI. Oh, like, amazing!
2: I loved watching the making of it. Oh, it was so good. They were just throwing the water on it. Oh, so yeah. cool.
0: <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Um. I'm pumped. I, I, I don't think it's going to suck. I don't think there's a worry in the world that it's going to be bad, honestly, at all. Because they're dipping... They're putting a lot of money on the plate for. They wanted to succeed. Um, mm-hmm. And, I mean, how? I mean, they're doing the second age. Like, there's no there's no chance that this is going to flop. There's zero nice. chance.
2: It's completely different. Us? But...
0: Yeah, uh, the fandom... Like we're going to be there watching it, and like I, the wheel mm-hmm. of time was just on there, and, and my one friend told me to watch it. I, I didn't like it. I, I didn't think it was a well done show personally, but she loved it, and she kept comparing it to Lord of the Rings. So, and that's a an Amazon Prime only show. So people mm-hmm. are people are watching that. It's I'm in the minority and not liking it. And, oh, yeah.
2: Tons of people loving it. And, loving look, and it.
0: if she's comparing it to Lord of the Rings, I'm sure other people are. So, I mean, mm-hmm. those people are now excited for Lord of the Rings.
2: Well, you know, Amazon Prime is probably sitting there going, you know, we know how many Academy Awards yeah. the trilogy made. Yeah. And the fact that it does have such a following. They've got some big shoes to, fall, to fill, and they, they know it. Yep. So they're not going to just half (laughs)
0: acid. no no we're we're good we're it's a good time to be a tolkien fan that's that's for sure
2: it's such a good time for so many things right now like all all the nostalgia is just hitting so strong for sure (laughs) so good
0: for sure well hey that's all we got this week um And thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, This was kind of, this mini series is a test run, so I hope you're enjoying it. And uh, if you want us to talk more Lord of the Rings after, let us know because we will do it.
2: Yes, yes, we will. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, uh, especially right now, geek underscore speak underscore podcast, because. You're going to get a lot of Lord of the Rings content coming your way. A lot. (laughs) (laughs) A lot.
0: (laughs) Anytime I see a Lord of the Rings meme, basically I'm posting it on there now.
2: It gets posted and I'm going crazy making tons of stuff. You're making some good stuff,
0: yeah, I love it. (laughs) Well, thanks. We love you. Can't wait to uh, hear your thoughts on this episode and any moving forward. It's Ryan. Peace. Bye.